This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Sure, I'm a believer, but sometimes my faith isn't that strong. Is that bad? Maybe I'm just not a good Christian. How much faith should I have? The strength of our faith actually is related to its object. A little bit of faith in a sound object is a whole lot better than lots of faith in a poor object. Mm. So when people say, oh, have I got enough faith? It's sort of the wrong question. The better question is, do I appreciate the faithfulness of God? Because if I've got a tiny mustard seed amount of faith in the God of the Bible, then that's enough. But if I've got bucket loads of faith in a false God, it does me absolutely no good at all. Welcome to LifeWords Q&A, the podcast where we ask the questions that have been on your mind and try our best to answer them. I am Claire Bruce and with me on the phone to help answer this week's question is pastor and writer David Ray. How are you doing, David? Good, thanks, Claire. Good to be with you again. Yes, good as always to have you on the line. So this question, do I have enough faith, is this one that you hear people expressing a lot, I guess, in your role as a pastor? Yes, and it's such a pity because it's a question that obviously gets people down. Oh, have I have got enough faith? And I think it's almost like the wrong question. You see, Jesus was asked a very similar question from his disciples. Lord, please increase our faith. And Jesus' answer was very interesting. He said, well, if you've got a mustard seed amount of faith, that's enough to move mountains. Mm. Now, he's obviously using exaggeration there, but what he's really saying is you don't need a lot of faith. Others, we don't measure faith in terms of the quantity. The measure of our faith is not the quantity of our faith, as though we've got to have huge amounts of bucket loads of faith. The strength or otherwise of our faith actually is related to its object. Let me give you a couple of examples. I can have a strong, passionate belief that if I flap my arms long enough, <laughs> I can fly. But that's, that's a lot of faith, but it's futile. <laughs> I've um, got the but, mental image there, David, and yeah, it's very exactly funny. Right. <laughs> exactly right, yes, it's, it's very funny. And also, I mean, I can be wanting to change a light bulb on the ceiling and I get the most rickety chair in my house to stand on. Oh, look, I believe so strongly that rickety chair will hold my <laughs> weight. But hey, wait a minute, it won't. And mm. I can come crashing down. So all I'm saying is a little bit of faith in a sound object is a whole lot better than lots of faith in a poor object. Mm. So when people say, oh, have I got enough faith? Have I got enough faith? It's sort of the wrong question. The better question is, do I appreciate the faithfulness of God? Because mm. if I've got a tiny mustard seed amount of faith in the God of the Bible, then that's enough. But if I've got bucket loads of faith, in a false god or an imaginary god, it does me absolutely no good at all. Mm. So I think it's a pity to hear people, as I have heard people say, I don't know whether I've got enough faith. All I want to say is that the worst thing to do or the unhelpful thing to do is to sort of try to psych yourself up. Mm. I know some Christians feel this as though faith is some sort of psychological sort of thing where I've got to emotionally sort of boost myself up, look myself in the mirror every morning and say, I'm a person of great faith, I've got great faith. Oh, that's rubbish. That's just pop psychology. <laughs> I, I think the better thing to do is if someone said to me, how can I increase my faith, which is actually not a bad question if mm. you answer it the right way, you increase your faith 
by having as deep as possible grasp of the faithfulness and the greatness of the object of your faith, who is the God of the Bible. So, so I would say to people, echo the psalmist approach. The psalmist was often in deep trouble. The psalmist was in despair. The psalmist was hanging on to God by his fingertips. But the way the psalmist often sort of uh, strengthened his faith was by reminding himself of the great historical works of God mm. to say, it's not so much, I've got to feel more faith. It's a case of I've got to have a deeper and richer and wider grasp mm. of the greatness and the faithfulness of God. Yeah, that's amazing. It's So the more we know the bigness of God, the more our faith will grow as a yes, natural yes. outcome. Yes, mm. that's right. It, it, it's okay to have your faith grow, but as long as we're not sort of measuring it by I've got 10% faith today and I've got 40% faith tomorrow, your faith grows in as much as your appreciation of God grows. Yes, your faith should grow. I, I think that's important, but it's not a case of sort of pouring a bucket load of extra faith into the little bit of faith we've got. Uh, It's more a case of appreciating more and more the object of our faith. Because let's face it, Claire, in our everyday lives, our personal feelings of faith can go up and down. Some days I seem to have, you know, strong faith that God will do this and God will do that. And other days I feel, oh, I don't think he'll do anything. Mm -hmm. But that's a reflection of how I'm feeling. It could be my health. It could be hormones. It could be anything, (laughs) you know. If you're going through one of those days where, Lord, I don't have much faith in you at all, just say to God, this is the way I feel. Bring that little bit of faith and let him get to work on it rather than beat yourself up. Anyone who cries out to God in any certain way is expressing faith. So I think you just go to God with a little bit of faith you have rather than feel as though you've got to sort of psych yourself up to feel more faith. Mm. I just want to address for a minute that idea you mentioned about people kind of looking themselves in the mirror and psyching themselves up as if they're about to go into the grand final of the state of origin or something. (laughs) But I know that that's something that a lot of Christians do sticking up the Bible verses on the wall and on the mirror and speaking them out loud over themselves and speaking words of faith. I've been that person and I am that person, but I've learnt the difference, and I think this is what you're getting at, the difference between speaking those out of our heart, out of communion with God, as opposed to, I don't know, tacking them on like a mantra and, you know, just reciting things ritualistically as if saying those words is a magic spell that will change us. Claire, I think that's so important. And and nothing that I've said I would ever want to say, don't do the putting post-it notes on the fridge and all this sort of thing and having verses in your car. I've done that and I continue to have Bible verses and good Christian thoughts surrounding me. Mm. Absolutely critical to do that because what you're doing there is you are filling your mind and your heart with the realities the scriptural mm. realities of God. Mm. It's not just sort of, God, help me to feel more faithful, but you're using what I would call biblical resources to strengthen that faith that you have because, again, strengthening your faith comes from a stronger understanding of the object of your mm. faith. So putting up Bible verses around the place, absolutely wonderful to do that, but as long as it's not become sort of just an automatic mantra, robotic mm. sort of thing, that if we truly read the Scriptures, that's one of the reasons we want to read the Scriptures so regularly, we want to fill ourselves up, as it were, with our understanding and a deep personal grasp of the love and the faithfulness of God. But I don't call that psyching myself up because Mm. I'm not so much trying to sort of 
summons up faith from my own resources. What I'm trying to do in those cases is to strengthen my faith through looking outside myself to the objective resources and the objective truth of God revealed in the Scriptures. Mm. And I think also sometimes feeling a lack of faith or a lack of courage it could be an opportunity to get excited that you're about to get to know God more because because those are the times that we have to lean on and trust that God will be with us, that God will support us when we don't have the resources ourselves. And that's actually when we do see his greatness come through for us. Yeah, that's right. That's why the Bible repeatedly says, you know, that these trials come to you so that your faith be strengthened. Yeah. I mean, most of us would testify to the fact that we cry out to God more and call out to God more and depend on God more when we're going through a tough time. Yeah. Um, not that God is punishing us through those tough times. And not the tough times automatically bring a benefit to our faith, but they can do that because sometimes all our other resources are like crutches that are being kicked away from us. Mm. And the only means of support we've got is a living God. It's not a question of I'm going to God with all this mega faith and therefore God's got to answer me as if God's sitting in heaven saying, wow, this person's got a lot of faith. Boy, I better answer their prayer. It's nothing like that. I think we come to God as dependent people who say, God, here are my requests. I put them boldly before you. As that wonderful guy, I think it was in Mark 9 in the Gospels, he wanted Jesus to heal his boy. He was suffering by epilepsy. He said, I believe, help my unbelief. Mm. And did Jesus say, oh, I'm sorry, haven't got enough faith. No, he healed him. The reality, bottom line is, you don't need great faith in God. You need faith in a great God. Mm -hmm. That sums it up, I think. Mm. That's great. Thank you, David. Really, really helpful. This has been another episode of Life Words Q&A. And if you have a question you would like to submit to the podcast for us to tackle, send an email to lifewords at hopemedia.com.au. Don't forget to subscribe and share the episode with your friends. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.